Welcome back, everybody, to the OP Sports Podcast. In this episode, we are previewing Championship Week in college football. All right, welcome back to the show, everyone. Uh, it's Friday, so we got my preview show, preview show for this weekend's games. Uh, it's Championship Weekend. I'm excited. Um, on Sunday, we'll have our college football rankings to see who the top four teams are and who will be playing in the semifinals playing for the chip championship trophy um as of right now uh alabama is at one notre dame is at number two clemson's number three and ohio state's number four um i expect those four teams to be in the playoff unless somehow northwestern pulls an upset against ohio state or clemson loses the second game but other than that i expect both both all the four teams to be the teams that are going to be playing in the playoff which is kind of upsetting because it's the same four teams pretty much every year besides Notre Dame and I just think it's gonna be really boring to be honest. I'm not gonna it's not gonna be exciting. But uh we're gonna get into the weekly headlines first before we get into the games. Um this week Gus Malzahn, Lovey Smith and Kevin Sumlin were fired. Uh Gus Malzahn works at Aub- or did work at Auburn. Lovey Smith is at Illinois and Kevin Sumlin was at Arizona. Um I was kinda surprised about the Gus Malzahn firing but I guess it's Auburn, and um, I guess they've kind of felt like they need to move on from him. Uh, he's actually had a really good career at Auburn, but I guess they 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 needed I guess they needed a culture change for them. And then Lovey Smith has just been terrible at Illinois, and Evan Sumlin gave up seventy points to Arizona State, and <laughs> he in his three years he just didn't have a very good record at Arizona, so I can see why they did that. And then Oregon will replace Washington in the Pac-12 title game. Because Washington has some had some COVID issues, so they could not play. So Oregon was in second place, so they took it. So they're going to be in Pac-12 title game playing USC, which is you're playing a five and zero USC team versus a three and two Oregon team. So uh, I don't think it'll be that exciting. I mean, for the Pac-12, you could have a four and two Pac-12 champion, which doesn't it doesn't seem right, but it is what it is. Pac-12 started late, and they probably shouldn't have played at all, to be honest. And then Vanderbilt hired Notre Dame's defensive coordinator, Clark Lee. He will be their new head coach. And then we had a couple transfers this week. Uh, Baylor's QB, Charlie Brewer, enters the transfer portal as a grad transfer. And then Georgia's QB, DeWine Mathis, transfers to Temple. He was a freshman that I believe played uh, in a couple games in the beginning of the season for Georgia, but GAT Daniels is basically taking over that spot, so he will probably be the starter next year. And Dwight Mathis will probably be sitting second string or third string if he were to stay at Georgia. He's, probably, he's going to town, but he's probably have a good chance to start, and it will probably just be a good thing for him. But now we're going to move on to the games. Um, we have some we have championship games this week. We also have some other games in the ACC, uh, Big Ten, and Pac-12. Uh, like again, we're gonna I'm gonna do the lock in Misfit. Um, I'm hoping for a better record than last week. Last week I went two and eight. Um, only got two wins. Kind of upsetting. I went zero and five in the Misfits, but I think I'm gonna get some some right again this week. But we're gonna start for the ACC. So we have Florida State playing Wake Forest. Uh, Wake Forest is six and a half point uh, favorite. Um, last week I picked Wake Forest as my lock. That failed. They lost by twenty to Louisville. Wasn't expecting that. Uh, and then the championship game for the ACC we have number two Notre Dame playing number three Clemson. Uh, Clemson's favored by ten and a half right now. Um, 
this game's gonna be interesting. We'll see how much the Trevor Lawrence made it different. Makes a difference. Uh, he didn't play in the earlier meeting. Uh, they had their backup. Uh, Eulogy, I'm gonna say his name, uh, for Clemson. Uh, they went in double overtime and lost, I believe, by a touchdown. So I think this game will be competitive. We'll see how much Trevor Lawrence makes a difference. I think he will. Um, in the previous meeting, Notre Dame was able to lock down Clemson's running back, Travis Etienne. I feel like if they do that again, make Clemson one-dimensional where they can only throw. I think they have a good chance at winning. And for Notre Dame, for them to win, they just need they need to score touchdowns. They don't need field goals. They need touchdowns to win. That's how they're going to win. They're going to win with solid defense. They're going to need Ian Buck to make plays with his legs. He's, they're going to be able to need to run the ball effectively. They need to be averaging around four yards per carry. They're going to be able to get it down in the air. They're going to need some big big plays downfield. Ian Buck's going to have to air it out for them to have a chance. And they're going to need to score touchdowns against this Clemson defense. Uh, their defense hasn't been as good in the past, but um, I think this game's going to be really competitive. I'm going to be excited to watch it, even though I feel like Clemson. I have this feeling that Clemson's going to win by a lot, but I, I think it'll be competitive. I think Notre Dame actually has a shot. So my lock for the ACC, there's only two games to pick from, but my lock is going to be Wake Forest again. Um, Wake Forest State's just not good. I don't think their offense is that good. They're kind of a dysfunctional program right now, and I think Wake Forest, they're a good average team in the ACC. I think they'll get it done. I think they'll rebound and end the season off strong. And then my misfit is I'm, I'm predicting Notre Dame to upset Clemson, uh, even though the rankings don't show it. Notre Dame is ahead of Clemson. But I think Notre Dame's going to upset Clemson because everyone's talking about Clemson, how Clemson's going to beat Notre Dame. But I think Notre Dame can get it done, as I pre- said previously. They're going to need to air it out. Ian Bucks can need to make some plays. They're going to need to run the ball effectively. They're going to need to stop. They're going to need to make Clemson one-dimensional, which I think Notre Dame defense can do. But I think it's going to be a fun matchup. I can't wait to watch it. Um, I think I think both – I think if Notre Dame wins, if they beat Clemson, I think Clemson, you got a question. You got to put A&M in there. Although, but I think – Honestly, I think if Clemson loses a second time, I still think that Clemson would get in. But I feel like either I think Clemson would get in, although I think a would have a really good shot against the two-loss Clemson. But you never know. We'll see what happens, to be honest. But we're on the Big 12. So Big 12 has one game, their championship game. They have number 10, Oklahoma, versus number 6, Iowa State. Um, currently, OU, Oklahoma, is favored by 5.5. Um... I think this game's going to be the most competitive championship game we have on Saturday. Um, both these teams defensively have been really good this year. Both their offenses are really good. Um, but you got Brock Purdy, a junior in Iowa State, and you got freshman quarterback Spencer Rattler at Oklahoma. Uh, I think Rattler's played okay. Uh, people say he's been improving, but really, I think he's been fine. He's been average this year. It's just that Oklahoma's defense has been really good, something they haven't had in their previous playoff teams. But I think this, this game's going to be really competitive. I think it's going to come down to the fourth quarter with less than the five minutes to go. Someone's going to have to make a play. Um, I'm As an Iowa State fan, I'm going to pick Iowa State because we waited 108 years for this to even be in a championship game or a spot to win it, the Big 12. And I think we can do it. I think we're better than Oklahoma outright. Um, I usually in the past, I've been scared. Oklahoma thinking that we're not going to win, but this year I'm I'm confident. I'm like 60-40, 60% I'm confident that Iowa State's going to win, but 40% we're going to lose because Oklahoma, they're a good team. Um, they, won, they won the Big 12 five years in a row, but I think Iowa State's going to end that streak, and they're going to go on a streak of their own for the next couple of years. 
I think they could go two or three times in a row and win the Big 12, but you never know. Because it's five-star culture, five-star culture versus five-star players. Um, yesterday was signing day. I think Iowa State had, I believe they had, they had no five stars. I think they had one four-star, either a couple four-stars, but they had a bunch of three-stars. But I really, I'll take three-stars any day of the week because you got some solid kids. Uh, Iowa State for recruiting, they don't they don't need the five stars. They find people who fit their program, and I think that's what they've been doing with the senior class and the people they have right now. That's why um I feel Iowa State's gonna be gonna win this game. Uh, they're gonna win this game. Brees Hall's gonna be need effective. Brock Purdy's gonna need to make plays with his legs, not throw the not turn the ball over in silly spots, and then their defense is gonna play well like they've been doing all this all year. The three man fronts gonna need a pressure rattler, but um. For going to the opposite side, Oklahoma, Rodney Perkins, he's an All-American defensive tackle. Um, I think he'll create problems for Iowa State's offensive line. And then, obviously, their offense, uh, Smith Rattler, and their wide receivers are really good. They're going go, to They're gonna be shooting for deep plays. I expect them to throw one deep in, the, in their first offensive series. They're going to try to go down the field for a big play. But I think this game's going to be really competitive. Um, I think this game will be around in the 20s. I don't think it'll be in the 30s. Um, I think it'll be a defensive battle early, and I think obviously it's going to come on top. I think it'll be fun to watch. But we're going to move on to the Big Ten. Um, so we have a bunch of games uh, for the Big Ten this week. Uh, so we, for Friday night game, we have Nebraska versus Rutgers. Uh, Nebraska is a six and a half point favorite, but uh, Nebraska's kind of sucked this year. Um, <laughs> they wanted to play the season, but you know, Big Ten's kind of gave them a hard schedule. Uh, but you know what, uh, Nebraska, they've been in the dumps for a couple of years. Um, I think I think Rutgers is going to beat them, to be honest, because uh, Rutgers and Greg Shannon have really shown promise this year. They've shown growth, and I think the Rutgers will be a problem next year for some teams. And then Purdue versus Indiana, the rivalry was canceled, unfortunately. Uh, we have Minnesota versus Wisconsin. Wisconsin's a 12-point favorite. Honestly, I think Minnesota can win this game because Wisconsin's offense the last couple of weeks has been – they had they haven't shown up. Uh, Minnesota they played a tough game against they won a tough game against Nebraska last week. Uh, I think they got some motivation, but I think Minnesota can win this game on the road in Wisconsin. And then Illinois plays Penn State. Um, I think Penn State will win. Penn State's a fifteen point favorite. I think they'll get it done. Illinois doesn't have a head coach. They're kind of just playing to play backyard like backyard football. But I think Penn State and you know, Sean Clifford will have some to play for. Heading into the next year, get a little more confidence in themselves after a rough season this year. And then we have Michigan versus Iowa. Uh, Iowa is canceled. Um, Michigan can't get their COVID stuff together. Uh, last week, Michigan's game versus Ohio State was canceled. This week, it's canceled again. Um, I honestly think Michigan's just scared to play other teams because they know they're going to lose. Try to not embarrass them themselves. You know, Iowa has, they were off to a rough start, start this season. They were 0-2, but they've won six straight. They're playing a lot of conference, and I think they'll go to a good bowl game. Um, I think they'll play against a good SEC team. Uh, I could see them playing against Auburn or um, maybe Georgia. I think they could be somewhere around there, but they're going to play a good bowl game this year. For them, and then the other game, we have Michigan State versus Maryland. Uh, Maryland's a one and a half point favorite. Honestly, uh, I think Maryland has the better quarterback, Talia Tungalatlova. They have the better offense. I think they'll get it done against a bad Michigan State team. In the championship game, we have number fourteen Northwestern versus number four Ohio State. Um, 
Basically, Vegas is saying Northwestern has no shot to win. Uh, Ohio State is a 20.5-point favorite. Um, I don't even I, I'm not really impressed with Ohio State. Um, they've only played five games. Uh, Florida showed last week that you got to play your whole schedule because you never know. You could be upset. Ohio State's been upset in the future. They've lost to Iowa, Purdue in the future, which kind of screwed them in the end. But um, you never know. The Big Ten allowed this change for them to happen. I would have rather seen Northwestern and Indiana. I think it would have been a more uh, competitive game. But, you know, I think Northwestern, they're, they've been the underdog this whole season. I think they got a lot of fight into them. Um, I think they're going to be competitive with Ohio State in the first half. But I think Ohio State's going to draw away in the second half to expand to cover. Um, I think Ohio State will cover. I think they'll get it done. Uh, I think Justin Fields will be a factor. He's going to make some plays with his likes. Uh, they're going to throw it down the field to Chris Olave. They're going to have a, I think they're going to have a bunch of explosive plays. They're going to try. I believe they're going to try and throw it downfield uh, in their first offensive drive of the game. Uh, I think they'll try to keep Northwestern off balance, and then I think they're just going to. I think they'll dominate Northwestern up front. But I have some faith that Northwestern will be able to battle back. They'll be able to run. Northwestern just get, if they were, Northwestern wants to win, they're gonna play their game. They don't need to try anything special. They just gotta play their good, offensive game. No mistakes, no silly penalties. They're just have to be themselves, and I think they have a chance if they just do that. But um, for my lock for the Big Ten is I'm gonna take Penn State versus Illinois. Uh, Illinois is just not good. Penn State's got some confidence the last couple of weeks. They I believe they got. Three wins now, two or three wins now. They got some confidence. I think they'll win against a bad Illinois team. And then my misfit is um, I think Rutgers will upset Nebraska. Nebraska is a six and a half point favorite. I think Rutgers will beat a bad Nebraska team. I think Rutgers can do it. They got a lot of confidence, and I think there's a good, well-rounded team. There, I believe they're just better team than Nebraska. But we're gonna move on to the SEC. So, uh, number five, Texas A&M is playing Tennessee. Uh, they're a 14-point favorite. Um, watch out for Tennessee, though. They could possibly upset Texas A&M. Texas A&M may be looking to the playoff. They could think they could just coast by, and they just need someone to lose in the top four, and I think they can do that. But uh, you got to watch out for Tennessee. They're a tough team. Um, they, Texas A&M's got to just play their game, and they'll be just fine, and they just need someone to lose top four. They need some things to happen up front. In the top four, and I think they could maybe put it get in the playoff. The only way I see them is if Clemson, uh, Clemson loses two games, and it would help them if Iowa State loses. But I feel like if Iowa State wins, they're a two-loss team with a Big Twelve championship, and Texas A&M is a one-loss team with no championship. So I think you'd see Iowa State jump them if there was some crazy chaos that would happen. But I think A&M, if they win, if they win. And Clemson loses, I think they're in. But I think that's it for that game. He's got to be careful for Tennessee, possibly upset them on the road. And then Vanderbilt versus Georgia was canceled. Um, Georgia was 38.5-point favorites. I think they would have covered that because Vanderbilt just sucks. And then we have Missouri playing old, uh, Mississippi State. Uh, Missouri's a one-point favorite. Um, it's kind of a toss-up for me. Mississippi State's 2-7. and seven. Missouri's 5-4. and four. I'm going to go with Missouri. Uh, I think they're just the better team. Uh, they, have some, they have things figured out. They know who they are. Mississippi State does not know who they are there. Mike Leach has to find out what, what his program is going to be in the future. And then Ole Miss plays LSU. Um, Ole Miss came off. They had a, Their game was canceled last week. 
They're supposed to play AM. And then LSU had that big win against Florida, the true freshman. Um, this game's kind of a toss up. Uh, I'm going to pick Ole Miss because I have confidence in Lane Kiffin and their offense. They're going to score a lot of points. And then LSU's defense, uh, I know last week they lost a bunch of players and still won against Florida. But I think Ole Miss is going to come in there, score a lot of points, and they're going to play some good solid defense, and they're going to beat LSU. And then the championship game, SEC, we have number one, Alabama, playing number seven, Florida. Alabama's a 17-point favorite. Um, honestly, I think Alabama's just going to blow the doors off this Florida team. Uh, I'm surprised Florida only dropped one spot uh, in their in the playoff rankings this week. I feel like they should should drop to, like, 10 or outside the top 10 personally, but, um, you know what, I think Florida, they're going to have, they're going to have a lot of confidence, they're going to be ready to get back on the field, they're redeeming themselves from last week's bad loss to LSU, but I think Alabama's going to come out, they're going to be who they are, they're going to play fast, actually really fast, they're going to throw the ball down the field, big plays, they're bread and butter, and there's, I think they're just going to dominate uh, Florida up front, I think Alabama will win the line of, line of scrimmage both ways. And that's why I'm going to pick Alabama to win the SEC championship game. And then for my lock, Alabama is my lock, as I just said. And a misfit is um, I'm picking Tennessee to upset number five, Texas A&M, at home. Uh, like I said earlier, I think Texas A&M may be looking, looking ahead. They may forget that they have to win this game to still be in it. But I think Tennessee, they play well. I think Jeremy Pruitt's doing a uh, okay job so far this year. But I think Tennessee has a chance. If they play who they are and don't, if they are able to run the ball effectively and don't give up silly penalties. But we're going on to the Pac-12. Uh, we have Washington State playing Utah. Uh, Utah is a 10 and a half point favorite. Uh, we have Stanford versus UCLA. Uh, UCLA had it came off of a disappointing loss last week against USC. They were ahead 18, but they choked in the end and lost by five. Uh, UCLA is a seven-point favorite against Stanford. Um, I think UCLA will win this game and cover. Uh, Stanford's an okay team. They're not a bad team, but they're not a great team. But um, I think UCLA will get it done. And then we have Arizona State versus Oregon State. Um, or Arizona State's coming off a 70-point bloodshed against Arizona. Uh, Oregon State, they've had, they, I've had a pretty good season this year. They've upset Oregon. Um, they played some other good games too, but I think Arizona State's gonna be too much. I think I think they'll put up forty against them. Not said not seventy against like Arizona, but I think they'll put up forty against Oregon State. And then the championship game in the Pac-12, we have Oregon versus number thirteen USC. Uh, USC is a three-point favorite. Um, I think USC will win. Uh, Oregon, they've been up and down this year. Uh, they lost to. Oregon State and uh, I can't remember this other the one other team. Um, they're three and two, but I think USC they're five and zero. Oh. I think they're just the better team. Uh, they I read today that they will be out with their starting running back. I don't know if they'll back in or not, but I think Keaton Slovis and USC's good wide receivers will be too much for Oregon's defensive backs, and I think USC will win by a touchdown. But I think it'll be a little bit competitive early. I think Oregon will keep keep it competitive in the first three quarters. But I think USC has been the best fourth quarter team in the Pac-12. I think they'll pull away in the fourth quarter. So my lock for the Pac-12 is uh, Utah. They're a 10.5-point favorite against Washington State. Uh, Washington State isn't very good this year. I think Utah is the better team, and they'll, they'll lock it up for the win. And then my misfit is I think Oregon can upset USC, but they're going to – 
their quarterback's going to have to play well. The running game's going to have to work. And their defense is going to have to avoid giving up deep, deep passes, big plays to USC's wide receivers. And they're going to have to pressure Keaton Slovis. Uh, they're going to get him up. They're going to have to sack him a couple times, get him on the ground, make sure that you're make sure he knows that you're coming after him. And they're going to have to make sure make sure Slovis is aware that they're they're coming for him and pressure him. But um, that's going to be it for the Power Five championship games. We have some other championship games to other to include. Uh, in the Sun Belt, we have number 19 Louisiana versus number 12 Coastal Carolina. Uh, Coastal Carolina is a three and a half point favorite right now. Uh, Coastal won. Coastal and Louisiana played earlier in the season, and Coastal won by a game-winning field goal. So I this game, I believe this game will be competitive again, just like the one earlier. I think it will come down to the fourth quarter, who makes the play, like the Oklahoma Iowa State game. Um, who makes the play? Who's gonna? I think come down to the last couple minutes. Whose defense is gonna step up? Who's gonna make the better play? And I think Coastal and Louisiana both have a nice, nice season so far. But um, I feel like. Coastal will win this game because they've been the Cinderella story, Cinderella story in the college football this year. But as an Irish State fan, having Louisiana win would help them help their resume that they lost to a Sun Belt champion, and they Louisiana would move up in the rankings. But that's just me. But I feel like Coastal, if Coastal wins this game, I believe they'll move them, move themselves into the top ten and play for New York New York's New Year's Six Bowl. I believe they might pass up Cincinnati. I don't know. I feel like Coastal's had the better resume that they might might pass up uh, move in front of Cincinnati, but you never know what's going to happen. And then we had number 24, San, San Jose State plays Boise State. Uh, Boise State's a six-and-a-half-point favorite. Um, I haven't really watched any of these teams this year. Um, I believe they played in the Mountain West Conference. Uh, San Jose's undefeated. They're ranked number 24. Um, I believe they'll have a lot of confidence. It's the first time being ranked this year. They'll have a lot of confidence, a lot of mojo. They'll be fired up, ready to go. And I think they'll beat the Boise State, who's been a powerhouse in the Mountain Conference. I think Jose and Jose State won a close one by a field goal. And then we get in the American Athletic Conference. We have number 23, Tulsa, versus number 9, Cincinnati. Uh, these teams were supposed to play last week, but it was canceled because of COVID. So even better. It's their first time seeing each other. Um, Right now, Cincinnati is a 14-point favorite. Um, I think Cincinnati has been a really good team. They're 8-0 undefeated. They've slipped in the past weeks in the rankings by each spot, well, one spot each time. Um, I think Cincinnati will be ready to go. They haven't played since November 21st, so it's been a while since they played a game, almost a month. But I think they'll be fired up. I think they'll start off a little slow, having not played in a while, but I think they'll ramp it up. Second, third quarter, second half, they'll get things ready to go, and they'll be really explosive. For Tulsa, um, they've been, I've had a really good season, too. I like, really like their team. I saw them play their first game against Oklahoma State earlier in the season. They played them really tough, but they end up losing. But I think Tulsa is just a gritty team. I think they're going to grind you on uh, defense. They're going to make you work for your yards. But I think Cincinnati will just overpower Tulsa in the fourth quarter to win. But that's going to conclude this week's episode of the preview. Um on Tuesday, I'll come out with the reaction. I think this is going to be a fun weekend. I can't wait to see what happens. Um, I hope there's a lot of chaos. I hope it's not the same. And I hope right, the, the teams in the playoff right now are not the four, the top four teams. But I feel like they will be. But I'm kind of just praying for chaos because I think it would be fun. Um, as an Iowa State fan, we have a shot. But to be honest, it's not realistic. 
Um, Iowa State fans would just care about more about winning the Big 12 championship game than um, being in the playoff, personally. But, you know, if we get in the playoff, it's 2020. That'll just be something extra to be fun about. But um, I'm hoping for some chaos. I hope Clemson loses. I hope I'd be shocked if Northwestern upsets Ohio State. But, you know, I think that'd be fun. We create more strategy, and I think it'd just be a lot of chaos. would be fun. But that's going to be it for you guys today. Um, I just want to thanks for listening, and have a safe weekend.